Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I hope that you all had a very blessed week and are enjoying it because now we have Trump winning the second um, <laughs> primary, which is now he has Iowa and New Hampshire, and it looks like uh, that he will become the nomination. Of course, we kind of already knew that unless... <laughs> some extreme circumstances happen and the GOP decides to go rogue but um, even uh, the blowfish uh, Botox person what um, <laughs> the head of the RNC herself Rhonda McDaniel said it's time to get behind Trump or he's gonna be the nominee I'm shocked by that granted how they've kind of been but um, it is interesting, I will say that. It is interesting. And it is one thing where we kind of have to um, take this primary and understand, um, I mean, maybe understand, kind of think of where this is. Because I, I've been thinking about it, you know, everyone's like, we just have to get in line, get behind one candidate and go. Well, if that was the case, you would have been behind the the Trump, you know, the train the whole time, right? I, I kind of feel like it was trying to fracture everything to begin with, and now let's all get behind. And everyone's, we need everybody. We need people that are willing to go out and fight for what they believe in. Um, don't get caught up in the same way. We have to vote red just because it is what it is. That was the 2022 election, and look how that turned out. And look at all, everything that has came from that. I, you know, as I support Trump, I, you listen to my podcast on this, you will know I've had disagreements with some of the decisions that he's had. That's fine. I generally support him of what he's been able to do. He put in um, people in there that were pro-life that stopped the, or reversed the opinion of the Supreme Court of the deadly uh, murdering of babies for so long that was good stuff that happened i did not like the decision of you know shutting down a country following fashi i thought it was stupid you know um and i'm proven to be uh <laughs> the whole vaccine stuff to be right but in we have to have people that want to fight for what they believe in at all in this process and if that means you getting behind trump that means that you know we're gonna have you fight behind trump and just let's go along to get along is not what we want to be we want to be part of you know growing in the right direction of having people that think for themselves instead of just doing what the party tells them to do I would like everyone to go out and vote for, you know, God-believing people all the time, right? That would be my ideal thing. I agree. I'd love to have everyone just join up behind me and all, and just vote for everyone that, you know, fits that um, box. But that is not the case. And so if, you know, as much as, you know, Trump fits a lot of categories for me, and for me, right, it does come down to, you know, stop the spending a lot of it, you know, first and foremost is that you have to be, you know, not wanting to support the, you know, murdering of babies. You, you know, you can't just be like, we need to spend willy nilly, 
you you have to be i want to be american first put the american here you know america and build up america secure the border that sort of stuff is very crucial um st- you know stop spending right with 34 trillion dollars plus in debt and that to me is very important if that's something that lines up with what your beliefs are and where candidates kind of agree fine i I am not, you know, as much as I want people to do the right thing all the time, happens to be people don't do the right thing (laughs) at many different points in time, right? I mean, there are people that voted for Joe Biden and think that he's doing a very good job. That's just (laughs) not logical, right? But at the same time, that is what, you know, whatever they're on is what they believe, (laughs) what makes them believe that. (laughs) And... To me, it's, you know, we are built, we we need to focus not just on getting behind something, but also building a movement and building a foundation instead of just saying everyone get along, everyone has to get along to, you know, get what I want, right? That And that's what I'm kind of seeing in some of the weirdness of everyone online. Um, and I don't know if people really feel this way, but for me, it's, you know, you have to do what is, what you feel is right. Do not go out of your way to go out of your beliefs just because people tell you to do it. In fact, I'm going to say it like this. I do not like all these, um, endorsements, to me, the only thing that matters with endorsements are what the pe- who the people endorse. I get it; it's a thing of politics and everything else. But to me, right, you're you're trying to be the, you know, the rock star, the person that matters as the endorser, when really it is the people that are the endorser of somebody. You just going through and, you know, saying I endorse somebody, right? This, this to me, and I get it. You're probably listening to me. I agree with you, right? <laughs> That's what you're probably doing and you're telling me, hey, I just agree with, I agree with you. You don't have to go through this. But to me, right, it's an indication of independent thinker versus a somebody that is in a um, mass formation that just goes down and they just agree to agree. Right. And they're just doing the following of what everyone else is doing, a.k.a. what the Democratic Party is doing. And I went through this a couple of weeks ago or last week. One of the one of the times my weeks are running together here about the um, about how, you, you know, the RNC would love to be that same sort of we promote somebody they follow. And it's just a huge thing. But that's not the case. And that, you know, the great thing about it is that we are thinkers we are you know um, amazing beings that can do amazing things and if we were to just all put that effort out i think that we'd have a a much uh, slower government they wouldn't be able to do so much in so little time because people in congress and um could think <laughs> we might be asking a lot there them thinking is a little foreign but um but you would be able to elect those people that would have those common values and be able to do that. So I'm actually, you know, glad that this is that, you know, people are, you know, saying, Hey, I'm backing Trump, even DeSantis, you know, Vivek, uh, Raswami, you had, uh, Chris Christie, um, 
And then you have the uh, Democrat in Republican clothing, uh, Nikki Haley, that still, you know, gives a victory speech when she loses. You know, what's weird is that she is playing Democrat talking points to the Republican base that can't stand it. And to me, that doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm... I'm not unsure what she's trying to do, you know, you know, she's running under, under, you know, RNC, the GOP side of things, and it makes me kind of interesting, uh, or kind of wonder, I should, I should word it like that, what is her motive to actually do this, because you're talking to uh, people that are that have been told that you know color this and that and they've been you know said that they're degraded their whole lives and everything else for you know being on the right and you're saying well yeah let me do this and let me play the pity card on me and you're gonna have a whole bunch of people saying uh yeah i don't care like this has been played on us too many times we just don't care and so it's psychologically it is not a great um tactic but she's playing it anyways and uh um i'm here for the memes as long as they come out (laughs) until the end um what it was interesting we also had a big opinion piece from the supreme court that had a 5-4 opinion on (laughs) uh, uh to say that the biden could remove the razor wire on um to from the border to help process people uh i i you know got everyone here knows how i feel or i hope you do if you're not you can go back and listen to some of it otherwise you'll you'll pick it up here in a, in a second how i feel about the supreme court right the supreme court issues opinions i guess you already kind of knew that by where i'm at but i believe that the supreme court should also be held accountable when they do something um in violation of the constitution you could be like hey they have statutes they have all this other stuff that we have to follow they have now this ruling that or ruling opinion my bad i apologize they have this opinion that um the federal government can do it and i take you back to the guarantee clause now you could be like anthony you've said this before yeah i agree i've said it before i don't get why i have to keep saying it again but um uh, i get it you guys are also saying, hey, we know you've said this before, and we understand. We're smart people. I get it. You're smart people. I like that. I like smart people. Um, <laughs> smart people are way better than um, people that uh, <laughs> vote for Biden. Um, <laughs> they're in different leagues by themselves, so you're getting how my brain's kind of working today. Um, you have Article 4. Um section four right that promises that the federal government shall protect each state against an invasion guarantee clause you have article one section 10 clause three which acknowledges that states are sovereign interest in protecting their borders and this is governor abbott now i have some concerns that he's doing this to um because he has an election coming up and everything else. But I will take it anyways. Maybe that he is having a change of heart. I do pray for these people to have a change of heart that have not gone down and been like, I am, you know, upholding, you know, Bibles, you know, Constitution, everything else. You know, there is a, you know, a Paul on the way to Damascus, right? I, I always kind of refer that as your Damascus. I got it from a friend. He was, you know, 
smart guy, and uh, he said, you know, everyone at some point, no matter how bad or evil or whatever else, could have that they're the Damascus moment. And you always have to pray that they have it. I mean, I even pray that Hillary Clinton has a Damascus moment and find out everything that she's done, right? That sort of thing would be <laughs> revolutionary, right? That would groundbreaking i mean earth shattering i mean break the internet on all levels like never before if something like that were to happen and i do pray for that to happen because if it were to we'd have revelation of eyes wide open and still people would still think that she is oh everything she did was perfect but you'd have just an amazing um groundbreaking thing of people being able to just come more to seeing what is actually going on Right. And Texas with this, you know, a, a friend of mine and, um, said, I, you know, this is the the Supreme Court did a direct violation of the Constitution. Right. This is so impeachable. Right. And you can impeach a judge. You can impeach a president. Right. And you go through that same process um, with a judge and you'd be like, hey, this is a direct violation of the Constitution. Easy peasy. Right. Oh, you you five voted for this. Yet you're no longer qualified to be Supreme Court impeach. Done. You could do that with the president, too. But we have a legislative branch that is uh, mindless and brainless. And so, you know, um, the, the Oz is not here to help them out at this time. And maybe the Oz will be able to get there and help them out. <laughs> but um, getting back to it, you're, you're going down and, you know, protecting the border and everything else, right, and doing this. You, We have to be you know, understand that we're going to have to try to clean up this mess at some point. And Trump has said, you know, as soon as I take my hand off that Bible, I'm going to start deporting people, you know, and cl close that border. And that's what you have to do. In fact, allowing and removing the razor wire is just, just insane because it is putting Americans at risk of murder, rape, you know, drugs, everything else that comes in who know we do, you're not vetting anybody so who do you know who's coming through and i pray to god that we have protection over the evil people that come across the southern border that mean harm um and that the americans can have that security in the word of god and having that hedge of protection against them i mean you know to me right and as i was talking getting back to my story that i started and got sidetracked on um talking to my friend you know going talking about what it is and he's like i would just ignore him right what was it andrew jackson that says um to the supreme court i like to see him enforce it because there's really no enforcement mechanism uh, on the supreme court side just not there um because the executive side has that execution force now um there's impeachment process and everything else when they you know disobey fine but um, there's other processes to that to make sure that somebody were to the executive branch would execute what the judicial branch has said. But in essence, if they do something wrong, right, each branch is supposed to hold the other branch accountable. And if one says something stupid and doesn't follow what is actually written, the other one's supposed to say, you're an idiot, you can't do this. And another one's supposed to then impeach those and um, go, go on the merry way. So, you know, I am, you know, interesting some days most days all days and i would and i was talking to a friend and he's like this is just this is ignore it. i'm like i would have fun with it i would just keep laying razor wire and this is before we came out with reports today that they're you know they're still putting down razor wire and that they're not you know right behind it or whatever um but 
I would be like, hey, as you pick it up, I'm laying it down. And I would just keep laying it down. I might even run around you as you're trying to remove it. Just make it difficult because I need to protect my state. I need to protect what is here and the people that are here that I value, right? And you're saying that you, when you don't go through and value um, a, uh, go through and value your um, people, that are in your state or in your country, you're saying that you value the other people that are invading on top of it. In fact, let's put it this way. For everyone out there that supports Ukraine and also supports the open borders, so for anyone that's voted on Ukraine money, (laughs) I will put you in this category as well, even if you're, you know, kind of turning... You can have it, but you're still lumped in this category until you actually fix it. If you want, if you're backing Ukraine, you would also agree, a hundred percent. You you have no way out of this because it's the same logic that Russia should be able to invade Ukraine, and nothing should happen of it. There should be no war. There should be no nothing because you would encourage that transfer of people across that border. That's what you. If you don't want a border wall on everything else, on the southern wall, and avoiding that would be voting for Ukraine funds and everything else, and putting Ukraine flag in your bio, etc. You want an invasion just as bad in Ukraine as you do at the southern border. That's what it is. If you're a sanctuary person, you want the Russians to invade Ukraine and have a be Ukraine be a sanctuary state just as much country just as much as you want your little town city county state to be a sanctuary state that's what it is i don't get why people like to do that so much but that is what it is um yeah so we we've gone through quite a bit so far but let's even roll the dice and change to something else already again And this is the GOP chair of Arizona has resigned. Now, Kari Lake, which um, she's running, good for her um, running. I like to see people running that seem to be America first. You know, I reserve reservations if she decides to change. But also, from what she said so far, um, I, I, I back, you know, what her values are of you know where she wants you know her state and when she's running for governor and what she believes in seems to be really solid and i like people like that and she's been going through and she had a call from the gop chair of arizona that was trying to bribe her and uh to leave politics and this was a recorded conversation which I will say this, everyone that is talking to a GOP chair or a DNC chair or, you know, anybody else probably is not a bad idea to record it (laughs) Um, if they're a corrupt person, right? And the reason why I put it that way is when they're a chairperson like this that's talking to you and trying to bribe you out of something, what is their motivation? What are they trying to accomplish? You know, the bribery schemes in this country, I would like to get out because it seems like there's a lot of bribing going around in to in total of the whole political system. Um, you know, uh, 
And if so, if somebody's coming to you and you decide to run and the GOP chair of your area um, is going, hey, we need to have a talk. I don't, you know, this, you know, there's there's probably something that needs to be there. In fact, if I were the GOP, RNC, top down, right? I would say, hey, guys, all your calls are going to be recorded, transcribed. Um, and we are going to keep kind of those conversations. Um, they don't have to be made public until they need to be and unless, but yeah, I kind of, but we're going to, you know, make sure that we have these out here. So if somebody were to go and we, we, let's say we're trying to bribe somebody or somebody says we were bribed, we have backup to say, Hey, no, you know, let's say it was a, he said, she said, or he said, he said, or she should, she should type scenario you have some backup to say hey this never happened right um in that scenario because now what's going to happen it's just going to happen now that this is out there and we have it on audio he even resigned because of it more and more people are going to go i was bribed by this person i was bribed and it's go it could be a huge deal for the gop and i have to say guess what you asked for it because you did stuff like this. And I'd like to see that kind of cleaned up. That's why, you know, one thing where you, you might have to just record conversations, you know, even if, if you're a two-party state or whatever, to go through and um, doing that, uh, you know, having those things um, done so you have, you know, notifications so you have recordings. If it's a one-party, just record it. Um, I think that would be a lot of beneficial. I, and I think it's beneficial for both sides. I don't know if you've ever been in the scenario where you, you get a call or for somebody and be like, hey, this call is being recorded. Sometimes it's good on your side too to record that call. I, I just don't see a big deal about it. Um, but I don't say stuff I don't want to be said to other people on the phone. So, uh, <laughs> um, or ever, you know. If I'm saying something, I want somebody to hear it. That's just the way I am. Um, stuff like this in a conversation, you get them done. And, by the way, the GOP chair, why Why did you just do say this over the phone? Like, be a little smarter. Do it over dinner or something. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying I would be doing the bribing. I'm just saying. Just We talked about people um, a little bit earlier on their um, decision-making skills and well, somebody kind of related to politics, decision-making skills. I mean, this stop proving my points. <laughs> but anyways, here, we got the United Auto Workers supporting Biden now. Um, this is interesting. And I was thinking about why the United Auto Workers would decide something like this. Because a lot of the people working probably don't um, agree with... Um, <laughs> with how they're going, right, the economy and everything else, um, maybe some of the laws that the Congress has passed underneath Biden have been beneficial, you know, hey, electric vehicles, you got to have this, so many employees here, yada, yada. But I do think that this is a calculated um, thing of saying, hey, there is something wrong with, um, with the way with the way our system is right now, right? And uh, 
you know, as you'll see in a lot more companies kind of moving, you know, to Mexico, etc. And, uh, you know, I see Trump is trying to bring some of that, you know, manufacturing base back here, which would benefit the auto workers. Now, I also think that there may become a point in time where the whole union side of the auto workers is going to go go away. And I wonder if this is their last ditch effort to say, hey, Biden will kind of do something to and underneath that to solidify having us more long term. But I I'm just watching as stuff moves to Mexico, stuff, you know, moves outside of the United States and they, you know, a lot of stuff even moves to states that are, you know, uh, right to what is it right to work? So non-union, basically non-union areas. And um, you're going to have some of this, you know, attrition going through. And as you see them close some of these sites and everything else, I just f- feel like at, at what point is are they just going to kind of dissolve on top of each other and there's going to be or a switch of companies or whatever else and there's going to be no more union and go away and I, I kind of feel that but it, it, it what to me it was interesting because um it, it it wasn't it didn't make much sense because trump would bring back unless it is hey i need you know or I want something to benefit me personally, right? And maybe that was kind of a backhand deal, bribery thing. Um, you know, we, we keep talking about bribery. And, yeah, bribing politics kind of has to kind of get out, in my opinion. So th- this is, you know, this is a lot of stuff that I think about and go through and, you know, some of the things I wish we kind of get cleaned up a little bit more but time will tell on how much we get cleaned up so um, there is uh, I've been going through and reading the Bible you know I think I mentioned that kind of clean you know this is my year I'm going through again reading the Bible got a new study Bible very different uh, translations I enjoy it and uh, one you know I want to always learn more and you know, I was in Luke, and between t- Luke 12 uh, verses, what was it, 13 to like the, the to Luke 13, right? And there are some interesting things that I was taken away from it. Um, you know, you you shouldn't be anxious about stuff. You got to be, and you know. I think about this a lot because a lot of people are worrying about this. This is everything. And, you know, one thing I was taught a long while ago is that just don't be so anxious about stuff. Just don't worry. You know, everything will be take care of itself. God is with you. And I think when you put yourself in the position and in where you are with God and God's along, you bring God alongside of you, right? Um, and you, you bring them into your life of where you're at and say lead me in these areas lord lead me in my life i want you to take over and not so i don't have to put the burden on myself and worry about myself but i want you to be here with me i think that is a a point where we're able to put that into a position of having god to be 
in our lives in a way that allows us to be able to carry out the works that he has called us for and do what we have done, right? And you must be ready. And, you know, this is just a, you know, overall, right? Because um, God was, you know, Jesus was doing a parable at the time about being ready and everything else of uh, of what was to come, right? But I was taking it a little bit a different way as going through as we have to be ready just not in you know what is to come you know jesus and everything else but ready in our own lives we can't always be uh negative nancy's or stuff like that because you're going away from being on the positive side of what is to come what is the guiding path to be there and we've gone through and we've seen a whole bunch of negative stuff. And I know even sometimes I have it on here and I'm trying to keep it positive, right? But being ready in a way for what is to come of what we are going to and what our path is of what God has called us to and what God is going to be giving us and leading us to. Because the glories of God are amazing of what he has for us. We should be grateful and worshiping and being um, ecstatic about instead of being gloomy about. God does not want us to, you know, to live, you know, in a pit of misery. The devil is that side of things. Let's live up into our abundance and happy nature to be able to help out others and be with others and bring them all up with us. And I kind of want to mention that before I go today. I want to thank you guys all for listening to the way freedom flies. I do appreciate you all here um, going through and helping out this podcast grow and listening. I am praying for everyone out there and until next time, God bless.